Stand by for Wyoming Hooking and Hunting Outdoors with your host, Drew Kirby. Hey, this is Luke Holmes. I am Morgan Wallen. I'm Riley Green. I'm Travis Denning. Hey, I'm Aaron Lewis. Hey, it's Luke Bryan. I'm Tim McGraw. What's up? This is Ian Munsey. Ah, uh, this is Craig Moore. And you're listening to Wyoming Hooking and Hunting Outdoors. My Country 95.5. Season 2, Episode 2 of Wyoming Hooking and Hunting Outdoors. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Drew. If you missed any of our episodes, you can find them at the My Country 95.5 mobile app on demand so simple so easy uh you can find them there we got a good show today we're going to talk waterfowl hunting with Janet millick and brian olson from wyoming game and fish department plus we talked to uh, brian woodward from rocky mountain discount sports and sean blazak who happens to be from the mule deer foundation they've got a big event coming up in casper and not too long Find out all about that and what they do in the Mule Deer Foundation. That's on the way later on this hour. Thank you so much for tuning in. Let's get right to the show. Have you hooked a big fish or harvested a beast of an animal? Let us know all about it at the My Country mobile app. You're listening to Wyoming Hooking and Hunting Outdoors. My Country 95.5. Wyoming hooking and hunting outdoors on My Country 95.5. So if you haven't figured out listening to this show yet, we love hunting, fishing, and loving every day. And in Wyoming, you have the opportunity to hunt, to fish almost every month of the year. And there are certain seasons that go a little deeper into even the new year than others and waterfowl is one of those interesting hunting seasons and we have janet and brian in with us today uh waterfowl is an exciting season uh shooting ducks and geese hey it's not as easy as people think it may be uh trust me i've missed many 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 ducks and geese but uh there are some regulations that get kind of sketchy when it comes to waterfowl and we want to make sure that you're as up to date as possible and uh janet i i think that there are some pretty uh fuzzy lines on a lot of these regulations here you are precisely right and just as we were talking about drew right before we started the show there are people that are near and dear to all of us that i think can easily get confused when it comes to waterfowl hunting there's a lot of different things that that federal regulations come into place that we need to keep in mind and and this is where the the migratory game bird regulations really come into place that people need to pay attention to what flyaway are you in are you in the central flyaway are you in the pacific flyaway and then within those which zone are you in c1 C2 and, and and people need to recognize that there are just a fine line and even within different game warden districts and different um, places upon the river you will be in in different areas and have different um, shooting times, different seasons open, different um, possibility for different um, species that can be hunted during that time. Sorry. So you're saying to me that I can't just go to any field or water source and shoot a duck. That would be nice, wouldn't it? But then we have Brian here to tell you. Yeah, you, you know, you probably can, but, you know, we have breaks in the season, you know, on certain parts of the the, the flyway zone. And, um, you know, right now, duck season is open right now um, through January 25th in the, the central flyway zone that we're in right now, the C1 zone. 
Um, but like say along the North Platte River, for example, like Janet was saying, you're in like three different zones. So just make sure that you know what zone you're in. Um, like say they're in the regulations, but if again, it's easier to ask us uh, first before you go out, we'd be glad to help you out. And I think one of the other things, Drew, that we we actually run into is identification of, of waterfall. That seems to be a, it's a real challenge if you don't do it a lot. And you're exactly right. I mean, because if you're looking at a flock above you, it's hard to tell unless you know for sure. How can someone learn what they need to be looking at? Well, you know, our regulations have pictures of ducks in it. So you can tell the difference between a mallard and a pintail and a merganser or something like that. But, you know, they're, you know, sitting on the water and they're great pictures of, you know, a male and a female, you know, a drake and a hen. But, you know, if you get, you know, you can get identification manuals and we have pocket sized ones here at the office that we give out to folks that, you know, have some pictures of them in flight. So you can see, you know, bands on wings and things like that. But it's one of those skills that you just don't learn overnight. It takes time to to uh, figure that out or even going with somebody that actually is knowledgeable that goes duck hunting a lot, um, you know, is probably the best thing um, because, you know, they put limits on what species of ducks you can harvest. So you want to make sure what you're shooting at before, you know, you, you harvest too many of, of one species or not. And that's another good point is there are different species, but there are also different bag limits when it comes to uh, the amount of ducks that you can get. Yeah, most certainly. If you just look at the, the regulations, Diff, I mean, they have a, a limit for mallards, you know, drakes and hens, and they also have pintail limit. They have a wood duck limit, canvas back limit, redhead limit, scop, you know, you have blue wing teal or other teal type of thing that you have a limit on. So, you know, being able to identify those ducks that we have, you know, around the area that you are hunting is extremely important. Why do they put limits on them? I mean, that's probably a question that comes up quite often. Wildlife management. I mean, it, it comes down to maintaining healthy numbers of populations. And so so that's one of the things with all of these regulations that we talk about. And we always talk about the complexity of them. And, and oftentimes, well, not oftentimes, all the time, it's due to wildlife management. We just want to make sure that, that we're maintaining healthy numbers of populations. Some years, you can harvest more than others. And so it's just making sure that you're keeping up on, on those regulations that do consistently change. Yeah, so the information that we collect from hunters and also that we collect in the field, uh, our waterfowl bosses that do this from the plane to see what kind of ducks that we have here and the numbers we have. And also where they're summering and where they're wintering has a lot to do with what the bag limits are. And that is set by the federal government, you know, the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service set, sets that, you know, and, and it has a lot to do with how many ducks you have in that part of the, you know, in your state. And that's why your bag limits are different. Janet Millick, Brian Olson, talking waterfowl today on Wyoming Hooking and Hunting Outdoors. If you have a question for uh, anyone from Game and Fish, whether it's Janet, Brian, or any of the other biologists, you can get over to the My Country 95.5 mobile app and just shoot us a message. That simple. We'll continue talking waterfowl in just a bit. While you're listening to Wyoming Hooking and Hunting Outdoors, My Country 95.5. Back talking waterfowl hunting with Janet and Brian. Now, Brian, we mentioned the federal part of waterfowl, and that's to get a federal duck stamp. Now, on top of that, what all do you need to have to go waterfowl hunting? That's right. You have the federal duck stamp. Um, you have to have a, you know, a state of Wyoming game bird license. You have to have the duck stamp, which is a federal duck stamp, and you also have to have a, a hip permit. And the HIP permit is free. 
It's just um, the federal and the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service way to identify how many, how the hunters did last year. How many did, did you harvest ducks last year? How many did you harvest a different species? And that's what the HIP permit is. It's actually makes you tell them or helps them set seasons for the next year. So they're asking you what you harvested as migratory game birds. And that's why you have to have that HIP permit, which is free. And you can buy that duck stamp online on the Game of Fish website. So it's $25 and it's um, it's not like the original stamp like you did back in the day and you got the stamp itself. It's actually just a, a receipt that you actually bought that license. Real quickly, we talked earlier in, in the, the year about how the seasons are determined for big game. And it's all about information. So, and that's exactly the same when it comes to waterfowl. Information is the key to next year. Most certainly. That information is key on, on how we set, how the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service set seasons for the water, you know, for waterfowl hunting across the nation. So they use that information along with the information they're getting from the biologists in each state and each flyway to determine what those seasons are for the next year. It's a lot of regulations. It's a lot of information. And and I think that if you go to the uh, Game and Fish website, it'll help you out immensely to download and to, to research as much as possible because you'll never get it all right if you don't. That's right. And let, don't forget, Drew, that, you know, take advantage of us redshirts that are in the field because that's what we're there for. Call us on the phone, stop us in the field, and we can certainly help you out. That's what we're trying to do. We want you to have a successful hunt, and um, that way so you can come back out and, and enjoy the next day. Also, Drew, don't forget there's still paper people like me out there. I need to have something in my hands that I can flip through and look at and read. We do still have all the paper copies of the regulations available at any license selling agents so any of the sporting goods stores around town walmart or the game and fish office yeah so if you just need some like leisurely reading i encourage you because we have gone over and over and over a lot of regulations and there's a lot of information there you bet and and even if you don't need leisurely reading entertainment with the wind that we've had if you've had some challenges sleeping we have the answer <laughs> put you right to sleep or maybe you can just put it under your pillow and you'll wake up knowing it all right oh now that would be nice <laughs> i might try that <laughs> all right well get over there and check it out at the uh wgfd .wild.gov. Get all the information so that you can continue to have lots of fun out in the field. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Drew. Thanks, Drew. Why it's Wyoming hooking and hunting outdoors on My Country 95.5. Hey, it's Drew sitting with Brian Woodward of Rocky Mountain Discount Sports. Now, Brian, that weather pattern we just had came in quick and left quick. It's kind of weird. Boy, it got cold fast and nobody likes the cold. <laughs> Now, you said you were out uh, doing some bird hunting, and there's a, a good number of birds here in the area now. Yeah, kind of like we talked last week. You know, we, we uh, had seen that there was going to be some cold weather moving in up north in that Montana area, and it certainly pushed the birds uh, into the area, and it pushed the cold weather right behind it. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> so do you think that it, that cold snap is enough to push those birds out that were here, or do you think they'll still be around you know it's just it's always kind of hard to tell we don't have a, a real good flyway here to begin with just you know with lack of crops to really hold those right. birds here but uh we've got a little bit of open water so um it, it's not a lot but as long as they've got some open water i think uh, those birds will stick around for a little bit so if you're interested in doing some waterfowl hunting you can come in and check out the great selection of clothing firearms i was just out looking at all the guns and i like to do that every time i come in here <laughs> i make my way through the 
the ammunition aisle, right around to all the firearms. And, uh, you know, some some of the biggest names in, in gun manufacturers you guys carry. Oh, yeah. And uh, we're carrying some of the, the locally uh, manufactured stuff now with the Stag Arms and Weatherby and Magpul down in Cheyenne. So it's kind of nice to be able to carry their products and support them uh, being a local companies. Every week we kind of get the, the ammo update, and I've noticed that the, the shelves are filling up slowly but surely in some areas out there. Yeah, we're starting to start to see a little bit more. Some reloading components are starting to come in. We're starting to see some die sets and a few more bullets. Hornaday's uh, got some bullets available now, which we haven't seen for a while, but still uh, having a rough time with powder, primers. Uh, the brass is starting to loosen up a little bit, but uh, I think you know this this year we're gonna we're gonna see some shelves fill back up and hopefully uh, alleviate some of the guys' headaches that they might have had this last hunting season. Right, uh, fingers crossed on that one. I know that uh, you know I was kind of reserving a lot of the uh, nine millimeter and just because I wasn't sure, but you guys definitely have some here now. Yeah, the handgun ammunition's really been pretty good, with the exception of a few, you know, calibers like 10 millimeter, maybe 41 mag, 44 special. Uh, some of those larger caliber stuff still a bit hard to find, but the 9 millimeter, the 380, uh, we're starting to see a little bit of 38. Um, that stuff's starting to get definitely more available. Come on by and uh, check that out here, Rocky Mountain Discount Sports. And while you're here, uh, obviously we had that cold snap, and if you're looking for some outdoor fun, I've seen a lot of ice out here brian the ice fishermen are starting to hit it pretty hard again there's a, a couple derbies coming up at pathfinder and boysen so i think a lot of guys are kind of just getting out there and with the cold weather um you know a lot of times we don't see the wind like we have mm -hmm. so um you know we're right behind and right beginning in front and behind those storms you know it, it tends to it tends to whip pretty good but uh once we once you get the cold weather you know throw that ice hut up and you know and throw a heater in there and you got great ice and uh you know stay warm which you can get all that right here at rocky mountain discount sports and you guys even have lots of live bait right you have minnows mm -hmm. out of your backside minnows is probably you know the most popular bait but uh, we, we've got mealworms wax worms um and we've got just regular night crawlers so um yeah we've got everything you need for on the bait side of things uh one thing i noticed as soon as i walked in the the doors today well placed for the the time that we're having but snowshoes uh that's mm -hmm. one of those things that uh, looking around at different places, snowshoes are kind of scarce because of the supply demand. Yeah, you know, the popularity of uh, the snowshoeing in our area has really kind of increased. We've seen a, a huge increase in the last two years, and partly because of just the access to Casper Mountain and some of the groomed trails up on the Nordic trails. But it's really a good, good way to get out, especially if you're up on top of the mountain in those trees and you don't have to fight the wind. And uh, they got some nice groomed trails up there. And a good way just to get out and get some exercise. Yeah, I'm going to walk out with a pair today. I, I found them, I, and I was going to hide them just in case somebody didn't take them. But I think I'll be okay. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we've got good stuff here at Rocky Mountain Discount Sports. As always, Brian, it's nice to sit with you and, and chat. And if you need any kind of help with anything outdoors, come on in and see them. CY Avenue here in Casper. Wyoming hooking and hunting outdoors on My Country 95.5. Well, this time of year is a fun time of year. Not only is it winter time and kind of a transition period for a lot of folks that have been uh, doing a lot of hunting and upgrades on the great state of Wyoming. And one of those organizations that had a huge 2021 
is the Mule Deer Foundation, and we have Sean Blazak with us. Uh, Sean, 2021 was a big year for you guys. Uh, you guys completed a lot of upgrades for the state. Yeah, we got quite a bit done, including we got our NIFWIF grant, which is the National Fish and Wildlife Foundation. We got that um, on the ground all in 2021. It got completed and that ended up being just over $900,000 on the ground. Plus, we did a few other projects for almost $100,000 on the ground. So we put quite a bit on the ground in 2020 and 2021, even with COVID going on. And we were even able to have a few events over the last year. You know, even with all the restrictions, people still came out and supported mule deer in and, Wyoming. And a lot of the fundage that you guys used to do a lot of your, uh, you know, your upgrades and keeping the organization running, uh, all done from annual banquets. And you guys are, are in banquet season full on and have been for uh, like the last month. But now you're coming into the Casper area on the 22nd. Yeah, we have our banquet in Casper on the 22nd. It's actually going to be out in Bar None at the hangar. So that'll be a blast. It should be a good time. Lots of prizes, lots of guns, lots of other hunting stuff and artwork and just a fun time. And like you said, we use all the money we make to put on the ground for mule deer. And we also even have a biologist now in Wyoming. So that's a really cool thing to let people know. So we have a staff biologist who's located down in the Saratoga area and she's may come up and give a talk at our banquet if she can weasel her way out of there that time of year. So that'll be pretty cool too. And, you know, it'll just be a fun time and get out and sport mule deer and hang out with your friends and tell hunting stories and all that good stuff. Now, tickets are still available for this, but uh, for not too much longer. And you can go over to the Mule Deer Foundation uh, website or even to the Facebook page, which is uh, facebook.com slash WDF Wyoming or get over to muledeer.org uh, to find out about those tickets. And what kind of uh, what kind of projects do you guys have on the table for 2022 that you're already looking at we're actually getting a bunch of projects submitted to us now we'll be making our decisions on those probably the middle of march or so or maybe a little bit later um and then we'll start funding different stuff with the monies we earned and yeah like you said just go and look up mule deer foundation of wyoming on facebook or muledeer.org slash wyoming you can see you know the events coming up and if you're not able to make the one in the casper area there's other ones around the state as well but get your tickets earlier for the one in casper if you get them by i guess a week away from the event you'll still get the early bird special which gets you in for an extra special drawing and it helps us know how many meals and such to have so try to get them you know by about the 17th at latest and uh, one of the special drawings is uh, you and uh, you guys in Eastman's Hunting Journals have teamed up for the uh, Wyoming Whiskey Package that uh, you guys are giving out at, at these different banquets, too. Yeah, so we're selling some of those bottles of whiskey, and we'll be raffling some of them. Um, like we've talked about before, there's only 59 of those ever produced. Wyoming Whiskey will actually be at this event providing tastings of their whiskey since they've actually figured out how to make good whiskey and they want to show it off here in wyoming because they know their first batch did not come out the way they wanted and they know pretty much everyone in wyoming did not like it when it first came out but they've made it really good whiskey now so they'll be there providing a tasting as well so it'll be a fun event and yeah 
great time to come out, especially that time of year. It's just going to be cold and dreary anyways. You might as well get out and have some fun with fellow hunters and conservationists. Uh, it's January 22nd, so coming up very quickly here at the hangar in Barnon. Get out there and, and check it out. Now, if you're not already a member of the Mule Deer Foundation, that's okay, isn't it, Sean? Yeah, that's okay. And if you do come out to our event, memberships are included with pretty much all the meal packages. So you would become a member if you came out. And, yeah, you don't need to be one ahead of time. If you are a member, you can buy one of the meal packages without a membership or you can extend your membership. We also have, you know, sponsor memberships available for businesses or individuals and lifetime memberships. All that fun stuff's available at the event. But, yeah, it should be a great time. We're just looking forward to making some money to help mule deer in the state of Wyoming and just having fun with all of you at the event. That's awesome. That is awesome. Well, Sean, we appreciate all you guys at the Mule Deer Foundation do, uh, obviously, for conservation, not just in Wyoming, but all over the country. And uh, it's such a great organization. We sure appreciate it. Well, thank you very much, and thanks for having me on. And we'll hopefully be on in the future. And either myself or one of our biologists will come on and tell you what's going on in Wyoming. Yeah, looking forward to it, Sean. Thank you so much. We'll see you at the banquet coming up on the 22nd. All right. Thank you so much, and thanks, everyone, for attending in advance. Coming up in a couple of weeks, make sure you get in on that. This is your final week to get tickets to the Mule Deer Foundation Banquet, which is going on at the hangar right here in Casper. That's another show in the books. We do appreciate everything and uh, everyone that has tuned in and messaged us and sent us uh, questions for Game and & Fish. And if you've got a question, you can send it right now at the My Country 95.5 mobile app.